0: Thank you, Lord. Tribute where tribute is due, honor where honor is due, the Word of God. Just to thank, uh, I do it every morning when I get up and read my Bible, that I am holding God's voice, His will in my hands, and uh, I'm therefore going to receive something from it. Amen. I read with a purpose, not just to read it, but I read with a purpose. Father, we praise You and we just thank You for tonight. Lord, uh, I know you didn't just call us here to come uh, for nothing, Lord. I know you have something that you desire to impart into us. You have something you want to show us. You have correction for us, Lord. Uh, There's revelation in the room tonight, Lord, to receive what you were saying. Uh, And I just declare, Lord, we're not going to leave this place the same way that we walked in here. Uh, That you desire to do something. Your word never returns void. So it will accomplish, uh, Lord, what you sent it for us to do. I thank you, Lord, we have ears to hear and eyes to see uh, what you're saying, what you're speaking. And so for that, we praise you and we're ready to receive the word and we give you praise for it in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Uh, If we could all fix one thing in our Christian walk tonight, how many would want to do that? And it would apply to all of us. The one thing, if we could fix one thing in our, in our Christian uh, walk tonight, uh, it would be our tongues. Amen? Our mouth gets us in the trouble that we're in. Amen? Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 10 and 20 said, the tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked is little worth. Proverbs fifteen two. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. Uh, I guess what I ask the most forgiveness for is my mouth. Is what I, is what I, I, what I catch myself saying. And, and to think that God in Genesis 1 spoke and things happened. Well, when we speak, things happen. And they either happen as a blessing or they happen as a curse. Life and death, or death and life it says, are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs also says that a man's belly is satisfied by the fruit of his lips. My inner beings are a result of what comes out of my mouth. We had a lady one time. That lived on our street. great couple. I just, we just loved the man, but this woman, she had the the worst mouth of a person, and and she was a lady. and uh, she was eaten up on the inside with uh, oh it was just bitterness, but it eventually caused cancer in her life. but she just yeah, I don't know what started that but you just she was eaten up the power of the tongue the, the, our, our belly is satisfied by, the, by what we speak if you speak blessings guess, guess what your stomach is blessed mm-hmm. not fat it's blessed <laughs> amen amen I'm gonna, I want to just go over four scriptures tonight I'm going to ask someone to help me so have your Bibles out Michael, brother Michael would you use the microphone to, to uh, pass Emily, right in front of me, why don't you Acts chapter 4 verses 15 and 18. Acts chapter 4, this is after chapter 3, the man at the gate, beautiful, 40 years old, been laid there every day by his parents to beg money. And uh, Peter and John uh, come and it says he fixes his eyes on him to receive something And uh, Peter said, silver and gold have I not, but uh, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So start with uh, verse 15. Uh Uh-huh. But when they commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do with these men? For indeed, that a noble miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in his name. And, that, and they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Amen. Two times it says in there, speak to no man in his name. In other words, they didn't really care if they did miracles. They weren't concerned that they did miracles. They said, We understand this is a great miracle. Just don't do it. Don't speak it in the name of Jesus. There's power when we speak the name of Jesus. Everybody understand that? I, I love it, especially if I think I'm going into a situation uh, that's dark, that, that I, I, I carry with me the name of Jesus, and I can go into a hospital room or I can go to any situation. And I can just say the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Miss Diane, you want to do Mark 11? Jesus has left the uh, temple. The fig tree is dead. The, the disciples marvel at it. And Mark 11 22 and 23. Miss Diane? Amen. Say to this mountain. <laughs> say to this mountain. Jesus is telling the disciples, Jesus is always teaching. But he's telling the disciples, he said, Speak to this mountain, say to this mountain, be picked up and removed and cast into the sea, and doubt not in your heart, but believe that whatsoever things you say sayeth shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, and this is all through the, the especially the, the New Testament is about the power that's in our, the power that's in our uh, tongues. The, the centurion that came to Jesus and, and uh, uh, his servant was sick and to death. And uh, he said, Jesus said, well, let's go to your house. And he said, just speak the word. That's powerful. You know, we can do that. Now, if you go there, fine. If you can go there, fine. Brother Roberts taught us it. If you can go there, fine. If you can send a napkin, send a napkin. If you can anoint with oil, do it. But sometimes just speak the word. And he said he spoke the word, and it said uh, the same self, the same hour he was healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Vincent, how about Mark 5? 35 and 36. Mark 5, and 36. While Jesus was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. When he heard... The word, when he heard, someone said something that went contrary to the word of Jesus. When he heard the word, I, I can see the picture of them walking together and before he could say anything, Jesus had only believe," Because he was getting ready to receive a bad report. So we can bless with our mouth but also what people say we hear and we receive it. And they came and said don't bother the master anymore. Your daughter is dead. D-E-A dead. And before he could say anything. Jesus said only believe. Only believe. And we know what the story. We know what the story. How the story ended. He went home. And she was uh, uh She was fine. Uh, Also, I love the story that's in there about the woman with the issue of blood. That uh, 12 years, and this woman was getting ready to do something that changed her life. She had been for 12 years losing blood. She's probably very weak. She'd spent all of her money. Every doctor said, had given up on her. She's in a pretty bad place. But it said she had heard about Jesus. That's all it took. Someone said, Well, you know, there's there's a Jesus guy that can heal you. And she said, and I like what, and she said, everybody say she said. She said. See, sometimes our healing is on the other side of what we say. Mm-hmm. And she said, if I might just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. That's her healing. And she went, her confession, I like to put it this way, she possessed her confession. Sometimes we can confess something, but if we don't possess it, it's not going to happen. But she possessed, she took control over her confession, and she said, if I might just touch the hem of his garment. So she left that place that she had been in bondage to for 12 years. She went out, she was an outcast, she wasn't even supposed to be out in public, and if she did go out, she had to holler, unclean, unclean. That was the law. That was the law. But she had heard about Jesus, she heard the commotion, and so she makes her way through the disciples, and she touches the hem of his garment. And see, she said, all I got to do is touch it. All I got to do is touch it. And as soon as she touched it, and it depends on which gospel you read, it said, Jesus stopped. And he said, who touched me? Her words touched Jesus and made him stop. And most likely Peter, Lord, you're joking, right? Everybody's touching you. But they weren't touching him with faith. She touched him with her faith because she spoke it out of her mouth and he said I felt virtue leave my body or the power of God I felt the power of God that was within me leave my body another translation says someone has made a demand upon my ability wow I love that I love that story amen Confession Romans 10 and 9 says you know our salvation is all based on our confession. Amen. How, how are we saved? I believe in my heart. I confess. Amen. I say it something something I, I want to say magical but that's not the term. Something spiritual happens when I when I speak it. I can speak blessings and blessings come. I can speak curses and curses come. I can speak doubt and unbelief, and guess what's going to come. Doubt and unbelief. Amen? If we confess with our mouths and believe in our heart, so when we got saved, what we did is we took possession or by confession. Amen? Because I'm saved. And when I got saved, I stayed saved. I'm still saved. And I'm going to be saved. Amen? Why? Because we took took possession of our confession. How many people do you know that got saved, but they're no longer walking with the Lord? Amen? They didn't take possession of their confession. I'm so glad I did. When I was uh, uh, 40, 30 years old, I got saved. When I got saved, I got saved. I knew that I knew that I knew that I was saved. Amen. Vincent, are you here? Help me with the. I think I got one. You're going to be able to take these home. This is called my never again list. Never again will I speak those things that I've been saying. You know it's it's not so much what you say it's how you say it. How How many know there's a there's a way to say certain things. I think Mary Jean and I, when our, our baby son, Troy, was born in Corpus, and uh, baby. our baby, yeah, he was, he was a breech. <clears throat> anyway, the, the uh, nurse was a uh, Hispanic lady. And uh, Mary Jean went into labor, and uh, I could hear her screaming. And uh, Troy's barn, and uh, so we're in the room, and uh, the nurse comes in there, and uh, what she said was okay, but it was how she said it. And we took it, not as good, but we took it as bad, that something was wrong with our baby. But she just said, I've talked to the doctor, and the doctor says, do not leave the room, he must come in here and talk to you all. What do you think? What do you think? Well, that, you know, here we are. Whoop. And uh, Dr. Hyman, Dr. Hyman came in and just said, boy, you got a beautiful baby boy. He's fine. And everything, everything that's supposed to be there is there. <laughs> but that nurse, she was, I don't know what she was trying to tell us, but it scared us. Amen. It, I never will forget that because we just, huh. You stay here. The doctor must talk to y'all. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay here. Amen. So my never again list and not only, but it, it gives you, it gives us scriptures. And if you're guilty of this, just ask the Lord to forgive you. Amen. First, never again will I confess I can't. The scripture is, for I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. How many have done done that? I can't do that. I grew up and I never finished one project that I started. I remember one day my dad bought me a balsam wood airplane. And I was going to put that booger together. And uh, I finished and there were too many parts left over. (laughs) And I didn't really care, but I never, I, I never finished it. If I started something, I never finished it. If I started liking a girl, I quit liking her. I did, uh, but Mary Jean and I, fifty-one years, I kept loving her. But you understand, I just never finished anything. If I, I just got bored, I just got tired, and I would say, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. So if that's part of our vocabulary, we we've got a, a we have to stop saying that because we can do all things through Christ which strengthen us. Our grandson Jack, when he was five or six years old, computer games were just coming out where you could go on the computer and play these games. And uh, I'm in my office with him and there's this, there's this game to where things are dropping down and then you can push a button and shoot them. You know, what you, you can destroy them. And it's it's a real, it's level five it's the lowest level. And so I'm there and he's where I said, now, you can do this, Jack, you can do this. And, and he's going, boom, boom, and boom. And finally he finally, he got it done. Yay, that's good. Okay, let's go to level two. No, no, let's stay on level one again. Okay, let's stay on level one. So he, boom, 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 boom. He got real good. I said, okay, Jack, we can go to level two. No, I don't want to go to level two. I can't do that. That's too hard. No, yes, you can. You understand? I didn't let him stay there. I said, no, Jack, we're going to go through all five. And it got, before they're coming down real slow. But then level five, they're going, whoop. And you're having to, but he got through it. He did it. Amen. I encouraged him, you can do it. I can do all things through Christ who has strengthened me. Number two, never again will I confess lack. Now, if these apply to you, just ask for forgiveness. For my God shall supply all of my needs. Amen? God does it. God does it. If you're a giver, if you're a lover of God, then God's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of his children. Israel is his prized possession, and we are part of Israel. We bless Abraham, and we get the blessings of Abraham. Amen? I'll bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. Amen? So there is no lack. Thank you, Lord. How many know he makes a way where there seems to be no way? Pray and believe. I love the Lord. uh, Wow. So many testimonies. Years and years and years ago, uh, I got a phone call from a man that wanted me to go on a golf trip. And I had gone years before as a heathen, but I'd gotten saved, and so I hadn't gone for a while. But he called me and wanted to, uh, uh, he said, we had a vacancy. Would you like to go? We're going to, uh, I think we're going to uh, Florida. And uh, he said, uh, would you like to play? I said, well, God, I really would, but I just don't know. And he said, well, I need $250 by tomorrow as a deposit. $250 was like $25 million. And so I hung up and, and Mary I talked. She said, "Who was that?" And I told her, and and I said, "Well, they wonder if I wanted to go back on the golf trip again." And she said, "Well, would you like to go?" I said, "Oh, I love. Yeah, I really would. I, I would. I would love to go." So, well, why don't we pray about it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are we gonna get two hundred and fifty dollars? But she said, "Let's just pray about it." So we prayed about it, and I don't know. I don't know her prayer, but she just said. You know, Lord, she said, my husband, that's the desire of his heart. He would like to go. Father, we're asking for $250. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Saturday morning, sometime later I go out to the mailbox and there's a letter from a lady that used to be in our singles group. uh, Five years earlier, baby, or something like that. She had been gone for five years and we got a letter from her. And she just wrote and said, hey, I remember you guys and how much you meant in my life. And God bless me and I just wanted to sow into your ministry $250. <laughs> what got me about it, as we prayed, it was already in my mailbox. I never will forget that. So I called my friend back. Now most of these guys, they're, they're really great guys, but they weren't really righteous guys. And he, I called him back and I said, well, Paul, I'm going to go. He said, you got the money? I said, yeah, I got the money. And I shared that. I said, this is what happened, Paul. I said, we prayed. It was in the mail. Well, about two weeks later, we met with the other guys going on the trip, which was 16 total guys. We met at a bar. To talk about the tournament, our tickets, where we're going to stay, and where we're going to play, and all of that. And in the middle of this bar, two attorneys that were there started griping about having money, having the money. Started griping about That's a lot of money. And Paul, in the middle of the bar, said, well, you need to do what Jack Pigeon did. He and his wife prayed, and they went out to the mailbox. and they, I mean, he told my testimony, and I heard him tell that testimony probably ten times when everybody, someone would gripe about having money. I love that story. Third, never again will I confess fear. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind. Amen. Timothy, he saw something in Timothy. Paul saw something in Timothy. And he said, Timothy, God's not giving you the spirit of fear. Where would fear come from? The devil. There's a reverential fear that we have because we're told to fear God. Reverence God. But it's not the fear that causes us to back up or to be slackful. Amen? Never again will I confess doubt and lack of faith. Is anybody's faith growing? You sense that your faith is growing? Do you, faith, do you think that your faith is increasing? Do you really believe that you can grow in faith? Amen. Amen. Because we have, as Michael shared a while ago, we, we make our confessions uh, every day and, and uh, I'm, we're just seeing it happen. Just right before our very eyes. We're, we're confessing it. We're possessing it. And we're seeing things come to pass. Amen. Because uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's more going on that you can't see than what you can see. Does everybody understand that? I love that. I'm glad that I'm not limited by what I can see, because God's word goes into another realm, and there's, there you, Mary Jean and I she said, "What's God saying to you?" You know And sometimes you just go, "Well, I don't really know." You know, right now I don't really know, but I know there's a bunch of going on. I know there's a bunch going on. I, in the mornings when I read my Word, that's when I, if I'm going to hear from God, I think that's when I really hear from God is when I'm reading the, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms, and a Proverbs. Does anybody else get that way you feel like? Because I read with a purpose. When I open my Bible, I'm, I'm not just reading. I'm saying, Lord, what do you want to say to me today? What is it that you want to impart in me today? And I read it, and I'll catch it, and I'll, and I'll, mark, and I'll mark it down. I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And a lot of these are, are stuff that I've, I've, I've shared tonight. But doubt and lack, I can do all things. Amen? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm not moved by what I see. Amen? Because again, there's more going on that I can't see. Never again will I confess weakness. Amen. Never again will I confess weakness. For the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. I can do it. I can do it. I did a sermon one time on the little train. Remember the little train? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. (laughs) And guess what he did? Amen. Never again will I confess supremacy of Satan over my life. Amen. Does everybody understand that Satan is just a fallen angel? He's not God. He's just an angel. He's a fallen angel. And he failed because he thought that he wanted to be like God. He didn't like all the the attributes and all the honor that God got. Uh, Everybody, the angels praising God and doing all that. And he said, no, I want to be like that. I want to be like God. And so God says nope there's only one of me And he kicked him out of heaven Amen and he fell to earth But he's an angel He's not God Amen He's got a bark but he doesn't bite He's got a shadow But a shadow never hurt anybody Amen He knows he's defeated And all he has to do is to get us To believe that he's greater Than what he really is Amen thank you Lord and he tempted he tempted Jesus you know he, he tempts us that's what he does is he likes to tempt people tempt us to change our change our confession talk to us say well it's not working you've been praying and you hadn't seen it well no we're just gonna pray more we're in a we're in a faith project uh, selling a house that we own and I thought it'd be sold in five days but it's been a year and a half amen is our faith working more than it's ever worked before. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I I don't know what God's doing, but we're praying. Mary Jean said uh, her prayer has been he's going to do exceedingly abundantly far greater than we could hope or imagine. How are you going to do it, Lord, after a year and a half? (laughs) But see, it's going to happen. We're going to say, whoa, look what the Lord did. Our prayer is that the house sells at the right price to the right person at the right time. Amen. (coughs) Thank you, Lord. Never will I again will I confess defeat. Amen? God always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I can't be defeated. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 28, everything I put my hands to prospers for the kingdom of God. Amen? I have confidence to know that everything I put my hand to, I have confidence I put my hand on the sick, they're healed. I put my hand on my wallet and say, be filled in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. No defeat. Never again will I confess lack of wisdom, for Jesus Christ has made unto me wisdom from God. You know you're smarter than you think you are. Amen? Amen? God desires for us to have revelation of His Word, the Rama of the Word, the revelation of it, the deep meanings of, of God's Word. Wow! And we have it, and we have it in our Bibles, and we have we get revelation from reading it. You can read something, you can read something, and then all of a sudden, give her some water. Here's some water over there, Barbara. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We speak healing right now, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against us can prosper. No evil, no plan come to our dwelling place. Barbers, the head, not the tell above and not beneath. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, when we pray like that, we're, send- see that- we're sending medicine right then. That's what we're doing when we pray over something like that. Well, she's walking out of the room. Well, it doesn't matter. Amen. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Since we are children of God and sons of God, we are made in the image of God, we are like God, we're His children, we have His DNA brother Richard Roberts remember he talked about the DNA of God and I read sometime in a medical report that when someone gets born again their DNA changes I can believe that amen we have the mind of Christ I don't think like I used to think amen is your thinking changed since you got born again we we think about life and not death uh I think about I think about things that were impossible I think now that nothing is impossible with God. Amen? My thinking my thinking my thinking changes and then my mouth catches up with that and then I start saying, well nothing's impossible. Someone says, "Well, this is a situation. Well, it's impossible." N- no, nothing's impossible. Everybody get that? Has anybody been, you been told before that something's impossible concerning you? Well, that's impossible. You know, we've heard stories of people uh, getting life sentences and, for, and they're innocent. And they just kept believing God. And then all of a sudden something happened and they got out in four or five years. And they're saying, well, it was in, it's impossible. Well, no, it wasn't impossible to God. It wasn't impossible to God because you got out. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Never again will I confess sickness. With his stripes I am healed. Isaiah 53 himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. I think sometimes it helps us to get a picture of Jesus taking my sicknesses and diseases on his body. Amen. Have you ever done that? I have something, I have an ache or I have a pain or something like that. I, I've, seen, I've seen, God has, has healed me in so many different parts of my body. It's crazy. Because I just expect him to do it now. Uh, a knee, a hip, a shoulder. Uh, I got tennis elbow real bad. Anybody ever had tennis elbow? It don't, it's no good. It hurts. But I remember I couldn't even pick up a dime. It hurt so bad. And I just said, well, thank you, Lord that falls under the category that you said you'd take care of. Amen? And so I just thank you, Father. I just thank you for that. I lay hands on myself and I thank you that by your stripes I am healed. And I just, I just go about my business. You know, I don't think about it anymore and when it hurts, when I, you know, I just, I don't, well, thank you, Lord. I'm healed in Jesus' name. And it, and it might take a week or two weeks and then all of a sudden I'm thinking, wow, I don't have that pain anymore. How many, how many else have experienced that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, I used to think it's going to happen right now, you know, and sometimes it does. But then other times I just keep, I just keep thinking once I, once I ask him for a healing, I, I don't ask it again. I start thanking him for my healing. Thank you, Lord. I just praise you, Lord. Uh, I play golf. Everybody knows that. And I have a sciatic nerve that everyone, every once in a while it acts up and it hurts and uh, I just say, well, thank you, Lord. That uh, that falls into your category, Lord. That's in your court. <laughs> and thank you for healing me. Thank you for touching me. By your stripes I am healed, Father. And then I don't worry about it anymore. And then again, four or five days later, boom. I feel, oh, wow. I don't have that anymore. Is anybody else, am I the only one that gets hurt all the time? Or I get these, I, I'm 78, so I'm getting pains now in places where I didn't get pains before. So, uh, uh but it's just, I, it, it, I've just gotten to that place to where, well, thank you, Lord. This stuff is really real. It's true. You know, you're praying over someone, you're praying over a relationship, and, 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 and you're, you're, it's just, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know, what are we saying over those situations that we're involved in right now? What, what are we speaking? Uh, son Jack, who, they're not here tonight, this is the first time they've ever uh, son Jack was, uh, he wasn't always a preacher. <laughs> We've had three sons, and Jack was the, the lostest one of them all. And uh, I, I, I wanted to kick him out of the house when he was 16, and Mary Jean wouldn't let me. Uh, but anyway, I think I finally did when he was 20-something. But Jack, he was just a loose cannon. And uh, uh, I, I didn't like him, and uh, my confession was bad about him. And, the, and uh, my confession was bad. I was speaking death instead of life over him, you know. And uh, the Lord spoke to me and he said, you better start praying for him the way you want to you see him the way I see him. You need to get your confession. And I said, sure. I don't know if I can do that. He said, well, you better. So I started praying over him. Lord, I just praise you and I just thank you for Jack. I thank you that he's saved, spirit filled, and he loves you. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing, I just said it, and it was, yeah. it just, there was no faith behind it whatsoever. But I just kept doing it. Lord, I just thank you that Jack is a, he's a new creature in Christ. I thank you that he's born again, he's saved, and he loves you, and he's worshiping you. And then I'd get a phone call that he owes somebody money, or that he did something stupid. And I'd go, Next day, uh, Lord, I just praise you and thank you that Jack is saved, that he loves you, that he's a new creature in Christ. Old things were passed away. I just praise you and I think. But see, the more you start, my belly got satisfied by the fruit of my lips. Amen. And so, uh, yes. Jack is also a product of the prayer group at Aubrey's house. It's interesting that Aubrey's here today. Amen. That was true. Prayed for him at at Audrey's house. A lot of people praying for Jack, and so. But my prayers, I I started, I guess, believing. And so we had a church service one night, just about this amount of people, and uh, we were praying. Oh God, oh Lord, we want to see miracles tonight. Oh God, show up, open blind eyes, make the lame to walk. Oh God, I mean, everybody's into it, man. We're just praying and believing God. And I'm walking around. I'm kind of in the back of the of the of the where the people are. And uh, the Lord tapped me on the shoulder. And he said you want to see a miracle tonight? I said oh yes Lord. Oh my God. Oh we want to see miracles tonight. We want to see miracles. I got my eyes closed. And he said look. And I looked down front. Well Jack had come to the Tuesday night service. He never came to Tuesday night service. Came to a Tuesday night service. Sitting on the front. And it was like the Lord opened up the Red Sea. And all, I looked down. All I could see was Jack. And he had his hands lifted, crying and praising God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There's more going on that you can't see than what you can see. But I just had to keep... I, pose- I finally, Vincent, I finally possessed my confession. I finally got to where... Yeah, it was rote in the beginning. It was just, I just... Blah, 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 blah but I finally got a hold of it and I started praying in faith. Thank you, Lord. Nothing is impossible with God. Lord, it's your desire that everybody be saved and love you in your commandments. I just thank you, Lord, that my son is saved right now in Jesus' name. Who's got a a child right now that's not serving, that's maybe like Jack was? Anybody got a lost son? Amen? 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 You got one? Stand up. Stand up right now. Let's just pray right now. Nothing's impossible with God. Amen. God's speaking to us tonight. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Someone standing close, put your hand on them. Let's get a point of contact right now. Okay. What they're standing for is they have a loved one. They have a son or they have a daughter. That's where Jack was at one time. Amen. And uh, Father, in the name that's above every name. Oh, we praise you and we thank you for the power, Lord, that's in your word. Father, I don't care where they are. I don't care what they've done. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, we speak deliverance. We just come against the captivity, Father. And Father, we send forth ministering angels right now to minister to those those young men and those young women right now, Father. Lord, for your word says that nothing is impossible to him that would believe. So, Father, you know them by name, and you know exactly where they are. Father, uh, send ministers. Send ministers. Send ministers. Stand face to face with them and share Jesus Christ. For Lord, we believe. We believe, Father, that you said you and your household shall be saved. So, Father, we believe that right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by phone calls. We're not not moved by situations. Father, we're only moved by faith. And you said, Lord, if we would pray, whatsoever things we desire when we pray, we believe, we receive it, and so we, we confess it with our mouth right now, Father. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we call them home. That old man is crucified and dead. Lord, there's a new man. There's a new woman. And so, Father, we praise you and we just thank you for that tonight. Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Keep your confession up. Keep your confession. Thank you, Father. It doesn't matter where they are. Thank you, Lord. They're new creatures in Christ. Thank you, Lord. They love you. Are called according to your purpose. I praise you and I thank you, Lord. You said that me and my household would be saved. The scripture says that. I believe it, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, don't let a phone call (laughs) or someone say something bad about them and say, well, I appreciate you sharing that, but my son or my daughter is saved in Jesus' name. Amen. We've got to keep our confession. Our belly is satisfied off of our confession. You know, if I say it, if I say, okay, this, this is what I'm saying, Father. By your stripes, I am healed. Amen. My, fruit is, my belly is satisfied by the fruit of my lip. What's coming out of my mouth? Amen. Thank you, Lord. For never again will I confess worries and frustrations. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I got to pray that. I get frustrated at things. When you get old, you just can't do what you used to could do. I don't lift my feet anymore. I shuffle, and if I wear shoes with rubber soles, I trip. And I'm thinking, I'm walking. I start walking down the hallway like this because I don't want to. I don't want to stumble and. In, in, uh, Old age is not for wimps. Well, I don't worry about that. Amen. I imagine Moses didn't start till he was eighty. I got two years. Well, no, 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 I don't. I got. Uh, I got about fourteen months. <laughs> I, you know, when I got that, I'm looking forward to that. Moses didn't do all of his big stuff till he was eighty, so I'm, I'm getting ready for some big stuff. Amen. God's got some big stuff lined up for us. Thank you, Father. Fear, worry, doubt are the Satan's uh, playground. He loves to put us in in fear and doubt. You know, well, if this happens, then I won't have this. You know, if this happens and and so forth. But uh, I'm so glad that he's given us his word that we can pray. Amen. Isn't that awesome? It might look bad, but I'm going, well, yeah, in the natural. But I'm, I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. Remember what the scripture says? Jesus said, we're just like him. He, he, was, he was in this world, but he wasn't of this world. Well, we're not of this world. Amen. We're a peculiar band of people. We have the power of God. We can, we can do things that the world can't do. Amen.